how great would it feel to have someone basically plan your lessons for you? Now, I can't write your actual lesson plans, but I can share some fun and engaging activities that you can use with your students. And not just standalone activities. These are ideas that you can use for actual lessons where you're trying to achieve an objective with your students, right? Which is what we need. We don't just need one-off activities. We need lessons to support our students' learning. And that's what we have in this episode for you today. Five fun and engaging Valentine's Day activities that can be used for a day's or even a week's worth of lesson plans for different content areas. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Polovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Hello, teacher friend. Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Time Podcast. I love to include episodes each month that can help you simplify lesson planning and save time whether that be with tips for planning or easy, low prep, and engaging ideas to use with your students. And of course, one big theme that you may be using this month is Valentine's Day. Now, even though this holiday is just one day of the month, you can extend these activities to utilize them throughout the entire week of Valentine's Day or even before. You can even start using some of these ideas in your classroom tomorrow if you're feeling stuck. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I believe that using themes can be a huge time saver when it comes to planning because it really helps get the ideas flowing and it allows you to easily integrate learning across different content areas. Gone are the days when we had to teach each subject separately. Now, we can integrate science into writing and social studies into reading or even math. And one way to do this seamlessly is by having a theme for the week. So I thought, why not run through easy-to-use ideas for Valentine's Day that I know my students have loved, and hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll basically have a day's or even a week's worth of plans written for you. So I have five activities to share with you, but I want you to know that when I wrote down these activities, I didn't want them to just be like a standalone thing. I want them to be something that you can incorporate into an actual lesson where you're trying to achieve an objective with your students. I want this to be purposeful, right? So as you're listening and you hear each idea, I'm going to share how you can incorporate these into lessons, but I also want you to allow 
your gears to start turning about how you can extend learning for your students, how you can incorporate these activities into various content areas. And reach out to me on Instagram. I'd love to just start sharing some of your ideas too. It'd be great to help each other out and give each other even more ideas. So the first activity is perfect for writing time. And it's so simple that you might have overlooked it as an option for your lesson plans. And that activity is making Valentine's Day cards. So this activity can be used as part of a writing lesson. And it's one that will allow students to practice following directions, creativity, as well as fine motor skills. For this lesson, you may want to start by bringing in old cards that you have or even have students bring in cards that they've received too to share. You could talk about what you notice the cards have and make an anchor chart to support what goes into making a card. So we're going to actually turn this into a writing lesson. Creating a card is a form of writing. Then model or have some guided writing practice to co-create a card as a class. If I was scaffolding this for my kindergarten students, we would explore a card and create a chart that showed what the card had on it. Then the next day, we would co-create a card using that chart. Finally, on the third day is when I'd start having the students create a card. For students who may need a little more support, you could differentiate by giving them sentence stems or lines with highlighted portions to show where the words would go. If you want to incorporate creating and writing cards into your writing lessons this month, the materials that you need are construction paper, regular paper, markers or crayons, anything you might want students to use to decorate their cards with. So that could be like stickers, glitter glue is always a favorite in our classroom, Um, those little doily things uh, that are super popular for Valentine's cards. If you want to provide your students with more guidance, you might want like an actual card template. So I hope you're seeing from that first activity how that can really become a lesson and not even just one lesson, but it can become a week's worth of writing lessons where you're actually guiding your students through understanding what it looks like to create a card and what that should be on. So often we say, okay, we're going to make cards today. And you end up having students who feel a little bit stuck, right? Like what should they put in it? Do they need something on the cover? What should go inside? And so this is just a nice way to scaffold these activities and to just extend them a little more, provide a little more learning in a fun and authentic way. Cards are going to be something they're making for the rest of their life. I mean, maybe not the rest of their life, but you you get what I'm saying. So let's jump into activity idea number two. So the next activity is always a class favorite, and I like to call this heart engineering. Essentially, it's just a Valentine's Day STEM session. We introduce what an engineer is and how students will become engineers today by using materials to create hearts. So the whole goal of this is for students to create hearts using different materials. So some materials that you can use for this time are Legos, toothpicks and marshmallows, pattern blocks, snap cubes, Play-Doh, and pipe cleaners. 
After the activity, they can talk about which materials were easiest to create a heart with and which were the most challenging. And this can also be something that you use throughout the week because it could be run like stations where students go to one or two each day until they have explored with each of the materials. And each time they can reflect like, you know, how did their heart turn out? What did they use? How could they make it stronger, more sturdy? And as far as differentiating this activity goes, you might provide a mat for the pattern blocks or the snap cubes, or maybe even like the Play-Doh that would help guide students. So, and you could have those as like options there for them. So they could try to do it without those guides, or they could grab a little a mat and and use that to help guide them if they're feeling a little bit stuck. Okay, we are on to the third activity, and this is one that you can use for math. So I call this Valentine's Day counting. Students can count candy hearts to find out how many, and you could give each student a little baggie of hearts, or you could get the individual boxes. And always remember that you can ask for family volunteers to donate some of these items so that it doesn't all have to fall on you. And I don't want you to let like needing to get materials prevent you from doing some of these activities. There's always families who are willing to help out so that you don't have to take this all on. Okay, so back to activity number three, counting candy hearts. I love this one because once students get the candy hearts, there's so much that you can do with them aside from just counting. So they can count to find out how many and then record that amount. They can sort them by color and graph them. Depending on how many you give students, they could create groups of 10 and then count by tens to find out how many. So materials that you would need for this activity are candy hearts, a recording sheet, and I like to use a counting mat that goes along with them too. They're part of my February counting mats, um, and there's like this really cute one with a candy heart box. So I love to give that to them to make them feel like they're actually counting candy hearts. So that's super fun, and it's really easy to implement. And if you're looking for more counting games, I'm going to link a couple of Valentine's-themed counting games that I have for you in my store. All right, activity number four, Valentine's Day rhyming. So the fourth activity, Valentine's Day rhyming, think about those good old Valentine's poems. You know what I'm talking about? Roses are red, violets are blue. So you could create a class poem or even a class book where students create their own ending to this poem. So I say class poem or book because depending on your students, the age, or where they're at, these are two ways you could scaffold the activity for them. And again, remember what I said back at the beginning of this episode, think about how can this become a lesson, not just an activity. So For Valentine's Day rhyming, for creating these poems, you would just need some paper for them to record the poem on. For my kindergartners, I would pre-type the roses are red, violets are blue, and then have like two blank lines for them to finish the poem. I may also have some that are completely blank for students who are ready for that challenge, but you see how we're thinking about, okay, how can we differentiate this for our students? And now, From here, think about how can this become a lesson in not just one day, but maybe two to three days, right? So like you would first want to start by introducing what is a poem 
and providing examples of that. And then and noticing like what what do some poems have? How are they formatted? Just kind of exploring and, and allowing them to really understand what you're doing. And then from there, you could, as I said, co-create a class poem together so that they have a little more support. And then from there, maybe the following day is when you would have them start to work on their own poems. Maybe they would do it with a partner. Maybe they would do it independently. Um, And you may want to consider having a small group of students that you work with to do this activity as well. You could also have a day where you just think about words that rhyme with blue, right? (laughs) Um, Or whatever you're trying to rhyme with. And so that's how then you're incorporating with this lesson, you're incorporating phonics, you're incorporating writing. And so see how we we are starting to integrate the subjects with these activities. Okay. We've gone through four activities, and now we're on to the fifth and final activity, which is always a favorite, Valentine Slime. It's fun to make, and it's a great science activity. For this lesson, you could create the slime together and then give each group of students some slime to explore with. You could talk about what state of matter the slime is in, and in case you've ever wondered, I googled the answer to that. So here's what I found. So slime flows like a liquid, right? But not like oil or water. So its ability to flow is not constant. So it is a fluid, but it's not a regular liquid. So what it's called is a a non-Newtonian fluid. So, and the reason for that is that Slime is a liquid that changes its ability to resist formation according to, or deformation, um, according to like its material. So I'm going to link a blog post where I found a Valentine slime recipe so that you can see exactly what to do instead of me listing out all of the things. But it doesn't take a lot of materials and it's really fun to make. It's a great lesson on measurement for your students um, and matter. So see, again, we're incorporating different things. And now think about for that, how could you extend learning after the fact, right? Would you create an anchor chart with your students? Would you have students record something, you know, showing how the slime formed maybe in a container or something like that? I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to like get your gears turning. So again, let me know what ideas have kind of come to you just from listening to to these ideas. So I feel like we just ran through a lot. So I want to do a quick rundown of the five activities. So they were number one, Valentine cards. Number two, Valentine stem. Number three, Valentine counting. Number four, Valentine rhymes. And number five, Valentine slime. Now, I don't know about you, but I am definitely a visual person. So I took these ideas and I put them in a blog post for you, and I will link that in the show notes so that you can see some pictures to go along with some of these. And again, hopefully just get some more ideas flowing. Remember to reach out on Instagram. Let me know what you're excited to try, if this sparked any inspiration for you. Um, I'd love to share your ideas to help more teachers out. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. I can't wait to talk to you again next week and to hear your Valentine ideas. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. 
If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at Teaching Little Leaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.